From Podcast One and the Lady Gang, are you ready for a relatable, unapologetic take on life? This is the Ladies Like Us podcast with Nazanin Mandy and Nadia Mohan. Welcome to our very first episode of Ladies Like Us. (laughs) I'm Nazanin Mandy. And I'm Nadia Moham. And yeah, (laughs) we actually cannot believe we're doing this right now. No. Who gave us a show? (laughs) Podcast one. You guys are idiots. (laughs) But we're grateful. We're really grateful. Yeah, we're just kidding, guys. So grateful. Yes. So ladies like us, let me go to our Instagram bio. Wait, I'm going to pause you. Okay. I want to know about you, Nas. Who are you? Who are <laughs> Nas and Mandy? Let the people know. Okay, who am I? I mean, everyone. I mean, a million people know who she is. She's a million goddamn followers. So I should probably say who I am because they're like, who's that? Who's <laughs> Nadia? <laughs> but uh, yeah, who are you, Nas and Mandy? Okay. Well, um, I am from Valencia, California, which is a little north of Los Angeles. I grew up there, but I left right away. As soon as I turned 18, I was out of that bitch. <laughs> it's a great place to raise your family, not a great place to live as a teenager. So, yeah, oh, the, the burb life. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Anyways. To each their own. Yeah, right, 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 right. So, um, I grew up in the entertainment business i sing and act it's something i've done ever since i was a child along with modeling since i was about 10 years old and yeah we're here now i mean entertainment has been my entire life i've had a lot of ups and downs a lot of very interesting moments that i will be more than happy to share with you all but wow. it's time for Nadia to talk. I'm like, that was a great intro. I was just going to be like, I'm a makeup artist. <laughs> the end. Like, I, I wasn't, it's not in my notes. Um, I but don't the know. makeup world is so <laughs> interesting. Is it? Oh, yeah. People really tell you their business when you're in the makeup chair. Yes. You're 100% right about that. You're the therapist. I know lots of secrets. Yeah. Uh, but I really believe in holding those secrets. Those are not for other people to know. They're not for the so podcast. you will not be hearing my dirt on my clients. Sorry no. about it. <laughs> no, we keep it professional. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, I have been doing makeup for, I, I had to calculate it the other day. I was like, I think I've been telling people five years for like a really long time. And I realized it's like over seven now. So been doing that. Um, Let's see what else. I'm from Orange County, and I am just your average run-of-the-mill girl. <laughs> She's far from average. I'm sorry. No, I have no. to interject. I don't have this, like, lifelong, like, I've been singing and dancing story. I just... She has, though. <laughs> she just doesn't know it. <laughs> She's been right, entertaining right. her Secretly. whole life. No, no, no. I was shy, remember? I was a shy kid. You probably don't remember this. No, because I was more shy. Yeah, that's true. But so I didn't look at you as shy. That's true. Hmm. I mean, I you literally know? have to like. I think I'm gonna bring the transcripts in one day, mm-hmm. so you guys can see on my report cards. My teachers used to write to my parents. <laughs> Nadia needs to speak up in class. We can't hear her. <laughs> that honestly, that's shocking. Yeah, that's th- shocking. I just am really good at taking advice. <laughs> Yeah, apparently. (laughs) So, yeah, I just, you know, I used to be really shy. And then I think, like, probably, like, high school, I started to kind of 
discover who I was, you know, growing pains and I don't like this and I like this and I like these kind of people. And, you know, that's when it started. And then outside of high school, like once I turned 18, I just went buck wild. (laughs) She did. I witnessed buck wild. I was like, well, I'm 18 now. I can do whatever I want. Whatever she wants. (laughs) And it hasn't stopped you guys. (laughs) She's a free spirit. This is true. This is true. You have to be free, people. Nas and I are cousins, if you don't know already. So we got a long history since, you know, the birth canal. Yeah. Of um, <laughs> the womb. <laughs> the womb. Um, you know, we've been friends our entire lives. And um, we have a lot in common, yet we are very different. So that's kind of what makes things fun for us, too. And um, what makes this podcast really interesting right because you're going to get two very different opinions but then you're also going to get two very understanding opinions right you know where we both have different views on life and both have been through different things Mm -hmm. but we have an understanding Mm -hmm. so we might not always agree but there is an understanding of you know certain situations yeah exactly but yeah so we uh grew up super close and you know with multicultural backgrounds so it was we just had a really fun childhood. We went on a vacation every year for an entire week. They took us to Las Vegas. <laughs> of all places. And we stayed majority of our time at a pool. Which, by the way, was really smart on our dad's part and really messed up for our moms. Yeah, because they had to do everything. Yeah. They did everything. They packed us up, threw us in the van. Mm-hmm. And our dads would sneak out at night and gamble all night. <laughs> Who knows if they gambled all night? I mean... I don't know. But every morning, we'd go up to our dads and be like, how'd you do? <laughs> Was it good? Because that depended on their mood throughout the day. That's true. That is, especially your dad. Yeah. If yeah. they lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was bad. It was a bad vacation yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we grew up very, very close. <clears throat> she has, there's three girls and one boy in her family, and I have three boys and one girl. Mm-hmm. So we're completely opposites. Mm-hmm. Um, all staggering in age. Yeah, so that but was it all cool. makes sense though. Mm-hmm. You were all like like a year and a half to two years apart. Or so apart. Yeah, down the line. So you know they did it. They did it right for us. We had a good time. Very, very. <laughs> it was a party always. Yeah, and so we're keeping the tradition alive. <laughs> okay, now it's time to get into 2019. <laughs> Cut to. Uh, I'm dating McGill's cousin. <laughs> cousin on <Boom>. cousin. <laughs> Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, uh, my husband's name is Miguel and we've been together for almost 14 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. A lifetime. Insert. Damn. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) A very, very long time. Yeah. Uh, we recently just got married last year. Bravo. Thank you. We made it. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Which was an entirely different experience and so crazy. Uh, we might get into that on another show. but yeah, we're definitely going to talk about it. Yeah. But with that said, Miguel is half Mexican, which means he's got a lot of cousins. And Nadia just so happens to be dating one of his cousins. <laughs> and it's going great. Snag me a Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Best decision ever, guys. Get yourself a Mexicano. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so, yes, now we're really all one big happy family. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And we all do everything together. And nothing is weird because, well, 
they've obviously known each other their whole lives <laughs> and so have we so it all just happened very Organic, organically yeah. and we saw it before they saw it oh for sure and yeah we're it's pretty amazing to be honest with you we'll save all the the good stuff for later yeah the details but i wanted to talk to you guys about what ladies like us is yes and according to our instagram bio <laughs> and our handle is the so ladies official. like us podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. get a relatable and unapologetic view on life as nazanin and nadia provide a modern day women's perspective on universal issues so proper <laughs> well that's what it's about <laughs> we're gonna give you the real the honest the raw but we're not gonna give it in a way that is gonna be too harsh or right. making you feel like you can't relate because the purpose of this podcast is to let women know, yes, we are all different, <clears throat> but we can all relate to something, mm-hmm. to at least something. We've been through a lot. We know you guys have been through a lot. And it's really important to remember unity. Yeah. It's so important. And just like have open conversation about things that I think people um, are just now feeling comfortable talking about. And it's right. starting to become like... Oh, you feel that too? Or, oh, that happens to you too? And and I think that helps with the unity because, you know, there are so many issues across the board that, like, even things that we don't talk about. So they need to be talked about. So we, you know, hope that we're able to bring that to you. um, And just, you know, all all we can offer you is our perspective on it. Um, doesn't mean we're right. It's just no. our viewpoint and our from what we gathered from our lives and our perspective. So, um, and we'll have hopefully some great guests in for you guys that can offer uh, alternate perspectives and you know and, just add to that, right? And bring sound advice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we also are looking forward to interacting with you guys as well. Yeah, it's really important to hear your point of view and hear your questions and your stories. So we um, I think what we want to really do every episode is kind of do a little segment called High of the Week and Blow of the Week. And I'm going to be high. Oh, that blows. That blows. So... Basically, that's just going to be like something great that happened to us. What was our highlight of the week? And then what was something shitty that we saw or that happened to us right, or whatever. Right. Or even something like we've read and re- it really resonated sure. with us. Sure. You know? Something whatever. shitty. Something shitty. A low yeah. blow. Exactly. So, um, mine's so lame today. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Is just, it though? I mean, it's just expect- but somebody- it's, it's no, no, no. It's expected because my high is that we're doing this episode and we're doing okay. this podcast because this is honestly one of the best things that have happened to me in a while, and I'm really excited to do. But this. that's not lame. No, I know, but it's just expected. Okay, <laughs> all right. This is great. Well, I think it's amazing. So that's your high. Of that's the week. that's my high. Um, and. My blow was going to be the fact that I have these ratchet nails right now. <laughs> I um, they're actually they're pretty bad. Yeah, it's horrible. I've because I've been <laughs> chewing off slowly my um uh, what is this dipping powder? I don't know. I haven't had any time to get them done. They all broke and I just bit the they did they're just tragic. Okay? That was going to be my blow, which is so trivial. But the blow really is going to go to, we had, unfortunately, a passing in our family. And it was, we lost the patriarch of the Pimentel family. 
So, um, you know, that was that was really, really unfortunate. And um, I mean, he was 92. He lived a really or long. Or 94. Oh, 94? 92 or 94. I don't remember. He, he was, was in, in his, his 90s. 90s. <laughs> okay. He was in his 90s. He made it. Which is like uh, amazing. Yeah. You know, That's... once you hit that, it's like, you're yeah. good, man. Yeah. I feel like we start dropping off 70s, 80s. So if you make yeah. it to 90s, it's Ooh, like. You yeah. really made it. You lived. Yeah, exactly. You absolutely lived. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So shout out to, to Don Miguel. May he rest in peace. Yes. And to the whole Pimentel family. We love you so yep, much. So much. And we will take a shot for him later we were going to do it here today so, but we forgot so the mad. tequila I'm so and that is unlike so us because we never forget the tequila i said it last night i said don't forget the tequila and we, we forgot, the, forgot tequila. the tequila so yeah so that that's my um that was my week nothing crazy happened unfortunately we lost um you know their their grandfather um but how about you how was your week my week. My week was super crazy. As usual. As usual. This um, girl has been working her ass off, guys. I'm exhausted, honestly. Yep. Like, I... And I'm sick. I'm kind of getting... I can't get well because mm-hmm. I'm not resting. Yeah. So I, I, I know that that goes mm-hmm. hand in hand. But my high of the week was we finally wrapped up my very first music video. So this guys, was... so good. It's thank so you. Good. And she killed the makeup. Hey. Like, the glam is amazing. <laughs> the clothes, everything. Everything. Um, but this is a huge accomplishment. Yeah. This is actually my fourth video. Yeah, I was going to say Yeah. This. It's actually my fourth video, but we never put out the other three. So I'm just going to say it's my first video. Yeah. Because this is actually coming out. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was going to bust your balls and be yeah, like, no. you know, when you told me about this one, I was going to be like, uh-huh, another video. I know. <laughs> but we went in an entirely different direction music-wise. It's so, so good. So thank you. It's, so you we had like to it. change up the video. We had to change up the image. We yeah. just had to change it up because I am not the same person I was three years ago when I recorded the other yeah. music. So it wasn't going to work. You can't put out, you know, you got to do what feels right. And like, right. how many times do people create things that just don't get seen? Exactly. It's a process, you know, and, and it's how you were feeling. It's been a long process. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a long one. <laughs> this is like a decade process. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. No, but it's all about, life is about timing. And so right now is the moment for this song and this video. And, right. And, you know, it, it's right. So... That's it, all that matters. It feels right. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that it's ever felt right. Right. So now I'm, I, there's, of course I'm nervous because I don't know what to expect. Of course. The unknown is scary, but I feel really confident in it. And I've mm-hmm. never felt that way before. That's super important. So that's the most important thing that yeah. this is a passion project. If you love it, I'm so happy. If you don't, it's not for everyone. And I'm happy about that too. Yeah. So it's all good. So finishing that video was my high of the week. And blow of the week is definitely going to be the same as Nadia's. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things when you lose a grandparent, a father, you know, anybody super close to you. It, it's even though he was older, it mm-hmm. still hurts. Yeah, of course. You know, it's of course. it's still one of those things where you're like, damn, I'm going to miss that person. And yeah. He was always very, very kind and always mm-hmm. very open and, you know, open hearted with us, mm-hmm. you know, coming into the family. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he will definitely be missed. Yeah. Death sucks. Mm-hmm. We all have to go through it. We do. I think, like, yeah, we don't have any more grandparents, right? Do you no. have any on your dad's side? Yeah. Are they in Iran? Well, my my grandpa passed. Do you remember? Right, 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 right. But my dad doesn't talk to my grandpa. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. Is she in Iran? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I don't know. So, yeah, but you never had a relationship really with no, her. No, because so she lives yeah, yeah, yeah. far. Yeah, no, I don't have any more grandparents. It's so sad. 
It is sad. You guys, I just need to say this. We had the best grandma. Oh, my God. She ever was hilarious. in the world. Like, she was... She was wild. Wild and crazy <laughs> and fun. She's the first person I ever had an alcoholic drink with. <laughs> and it was... Uh, might have been me, too. Shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was the night of my high school graduation. And I was always a goody-goody. I never drank or smoked or anything like that i know i know (laughs) but it just wasn't i didn't even not till 18 yeah that's true 18 baby (laughs) 18 changes her life so um after my graduation we walked in the house and she had a shot it was it seagram's 777 that was her drink that was her drink Mm -hmm. and she had a shot for me waiting she was waiting at the door for me with this shot and she made me take this shot and i did it and i'm so happy i did it with her did you like it it was nasty. I think huh? it was like too much because uh, Nana, oh. she was the one to like fill the drinks to like the top of the the glass. She, no, her drinks were called granny drinks because they were mostly alcohol. It was they were strong, yeah. and if you had a granny drink, goodbye. You could probably handle two granny drinks, and your night is over. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> she was known. Our whole family knows what a granny drink drink is. Yes, <laughs> and I actually I wish I had more of those. I know, I know, but you know. That's life. Yeah. We always wish we had more, you know? Absolutely. That's why it's important to do it in the moment, you know, not take it for granted. Cause, and live it in the moment. Yeah, it happens so easily. We all do it. Even if you, you try your best to say you're going to and whatever, but it's, life happens. Right. Day goes by, week goes by, month goes by, you know? That's, that's all my resolution to call my mom more, call my parents more. I'm horrible Man, at it. I need to do that too. I'm sorry, guys. It doesn't mean I don't love you. I just hate talking but on you, the phone. But I was going to say, you don't even pick up your phone. No. No. <laughs> I've got, no, I've gotten way better. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? Sometimes it's hard to get a hold of you. When? When I call. You'll text back. Yeah, yeah, It's hard to when you call. But I call you right away, right after. You back. do, like this morning. It's Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, because yeah, yeah, I yeah. missed it and I didn't get to it yeah. fast enough. Darla and I always make a bet. Will she pick up? Will she not? that's so annoying no we're just playing (laughs) we're just playing we don't care i I hate it because i really make a conscious effort to be better and i thought i was doing better and i guess i'm not no you are doing better okay that's all i said you didn't do you were doing better (laughs) okay i'm just saying you are a strong texter yes i will text you back yes you will you will text back but picking I don't, don't want to talk to you. <laughs> exactly. But I get that way, too. I, yeah. Yeah, I get you that way. You don't talk to a lot of people on the phone. Just Darla. Yeah. Oh, Darla. <laughs> that lady can talk. <laughs> so, yeah, those were our high and blows of the week. Okay. And we will keep that pretty consistent because I think it's interesting and fun. And Yeah. Yeah. When we get back, we are going to discuss... How long is too long to wait for a ring? We want to know. We got to talk about it. It needs to be talked about. Oh, especially from us, too. Hey, I'm. 
I'm Heather Morris. And I'm Ava Bernstein Mitchell, a.k.a. Ava Flav. And we're the hosts of the new show, The Dance Room, on Podcast One. We're veteran dancers and choreographers that have worked with the likes of Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, and many more. Oh, and you know, I used to be on this little show called Glee. I don't know if you watched it. Well, each week we're going to go full out on our favorite TV dance shows like So You Think You Can Dance, Dancing with the Stars, and World of Dance. So don't miss it. Get new episodes of The Dance Room every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Podcast Podcast One. One. So we're back and we are ready to discuss how long is too long to wait for a ring? (laughs) Well, Nadia. Yes. Yes, Yes, dear. Okay. Do you want to start with my story? Do you want to start with your story? Um, uh... I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story. I mean, it led her, it led you to who you're with now. Yeah, you for sure. You know what I mean? So it's okay. No, it's it's just, I feel like there's just, it's so much, there's so much history. I'm like, how do I even organize this story into like a quick little. Start with your age because that is well, yeah, yeah, so yeah, important. Yeah, no. It's in my notes. Don't worry. That oh, okay. part is. <laughs> then I, I didn't write anything else. <laughs> All she did was write her age. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. So, um, for those of you that don't know, I think a lot of people think, oh, she's so fun and wild and she's single. Like, somebody asked me, like, for advice on, like, in your 20s when you're single. And I'm like, girl, I don't know what that's like. Right. (laughs) Um, I met my ex when I was 20 years old. And we he was 26 at the time. um, And I met him through a mutual friend or whatever. And we dated for 11 and a half years, so my entire 20s... Was taken. Was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we, um, I was 20. I didn't... As far as, like, getting engaged and all that stuff, of course I wanted it. We grew up, like, very traditional. Our parents are both... Oh, no, no, my bad. My parents are still together. Your right. parents, unfortunately, are not. Um, but we grew up in a very traditional household, and... Um, you know, we just grow up thinking we're going to get engaged and get married. Like, it's just ingrained it's in us. It's a part of the the journey of life, right? Yeah. Well, that's what people tell you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, and we also thought we were going to have kids at 25 oh, and Jesus, have everything figured you. out. And I don't think we even started figuring things out by 30. Yeah, no. I know, personally. Like, that's yeah. when things started, like, kicking in. Yeah. Um, 20s is just, you're, you're so young, like you're just figuring things out and you're having fun. Like it's just, it's your time to not, if you're going to take things not serious, do it in your 20s. That's your time. Somewhat. You know what I mean? Like I really admire those people that are like straight out of college and then they go right into their career and they know exactly what they want to do. And like, bravo. Like I wish I could have been that person and I wasn't, but I, you know, did a lot of things that I don't regret, and I lived. I'm still living. I live my life, whether I have thousands of dollars in my account or whether I have 20, I can make it work. That's true. (laughs) She makes everything work. Yeah, I mean, it's, you you just got to have fun and live and, and take experiences as they come and feel them and be in the moment and good or bad because the bad experiences you have to take something from them that's really what i learned from all of that but um yeah so we dated for 11 and a half years um we talked about marriage 
somewhat. Um, again, it wasn't in the forefront of my mind because we were so young and like we had so many other issues to deal with that mm-hmm. to me, I wasn't ready for the marriage. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. I just was not ready for it. And I- I'm glad it didn't happen because that that's just not I wasn't in the mental space to do all that. So that's really why that relationship kind of went on so long without a ring. I didn't really pressure him as much. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but the thing is I did question it a lot in my mind and I didn't communicate as much because I, it, we didn't have the best form of communication. So I wasn't always comfortable like talking about it because it just fell off the table at the time. Like, like, when we have more money or when this happens or whatever, you kind of make all these excuses. And so it just kept dragging and dragging and dragging and it just never happened. I I actually don't know the answer to this question. Uh Was it more him saying that or you saying that? Saying what? Well, we don't have enough of this. Like, let's wait. We don't Um, have, like, who was it more of? I feel like it was just... I remember him kind of saying it a little, but it was mm-hmm. really just um, like an assumption, okay, and like a feeling, uh-huh. and and I felt it too. And I was just like, I'm still trying. I had a late career change. Yeah, I didn't start doing makeup till like my end of my twenties. So, um, you know, when you're starting out freelancing, it's really rough. Like you, I think it's always rough. Yeah, it's like, always it's like, rough. It's up and down, right? Yeah. Freelancing, like- you know. Shout, Shout out, out <laughs> to the freelancers. For real. Like, you guys. It's a hard life. Very. Um, it's super rewarding because we're doing what we love. Right. But best be known, like, all you nine to five people that sit there and hate your job and wish that, um, you know, you were doing what we do, it, there's also a downside to it. And it does get really rough sometimes. So, you know, sometimes nine to five is a little cushiony. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, know, you know Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so. But, um, yeah, I I think it just wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right relationship. It just ended up being for the best. Um, But best believe, I got pressured all the time. Like, people were always asking, when are you going to get married? And, Mm -hmm. like, first of all, (laughs) first of all, why are you asking me? I'm not the one proposing to the man. Hello. Okay. I'm not getting on my knee ever. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, she doesn't mean ever. <laughs> Let's make that clear. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So I don't ask me. I don't know. Ask the man. He's the one who's supposed to be doing okay, it. I have. I just have to interject here because there were mm-hmm. moments throughout your relationship with X mm-hmm. where he would hit me up and say, That's "So lame." I know what you're going to say right now. Yeah. Do you have a picture of a ring that she would love? Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) (laughs) No, on his part, not on your part. Yeah, I mean, you know, 11 and a half years, like, we ended on actually pretty decent terms, and we are still friends, and I honestly wish him the best. Yes, because, to be honest with you, he's actually a very good person. Mm -hmm. He's a very kind person. Um, I, I Just as an outsider and, you know, as her cousin... He's just not her person. No, no, no. Yeah. And it's very obvious now. Super. And being being around during the be- from the beginning to the end and seeing how things were, mm-hmm. it's like you didn't notice until really the end. Right, and, right. You know. And we we outgrew each other. You know, like yeah. who I was at 20. Right. 
versus now, or, or even at like I was thirty one, thirty two when we broke up. Mm-hmm. Um, that those are two different people, right? You know what I mean? Like the the amount of growth that I have gone through, the amount of self exploration, the amount of confidence I've had. You know, so many things that that happen to you in your twenties that you blossom, and so now I'm I'm my truer version of myself. Um, right. I'm going to keep evolving, obviously, but right now I'm I'm pretty solid in who I am. Absolutely. Um. So you know, there you have to. The relationship goes with the ebb and flow of those changes, and sometimes when you don't have a good base or um, you know, that good foundation, mm-hmm. you can't handle. You start getting the cracks, and and you you don't repair the cracks. yeah the repa- they don't get repaired properly. Right. Um. It just it falls apart. Right. And. But that's life, you know. I I don't regret that relationship. I you don't. Shouldn't. No, I don't. Um, people could sit there and say, you know, wow, what a waste of eleven years. Like, but anybody could say that about any relationship that didn't last. You know, I just happen to have Look, one I, with one person. No, no, no. <laughs> I know people that say that that are in relationships. That's sad. That I'm I, I'm wasting my time, but I'm afraid to leave. Or like, there's people okay. like that. <sighs> I, I want to sit here and, and there's so many factors that go into that. And I want to, the easy way would just be if you're doubting it, then leave. <laughs> but, uh, yes, but we don't know the circumstances. We don't know the they circumstances. They might have children there. You know, one, there's so many circumstances that yeah. it's, we, you know, we can't really judge it. But there are people that are in relationships that feel that way. I think like you really. This is something my mom always told me that I like the best advice I was ever told. and I carry with me everywhere and tell everybody this because I live by it and it's so true to me. But I think that when you come to crossroads in your life um, or just anything, any decision that you want to make, you got to really sit back and and listen to your gut and your intuition and that inner voice because that is trying to tell you something. And I'm going to sit there and say 99% of the time, it's right. Yeah. And you're, if, you, if you follow your heart, people say follow your heart. Follow your heart is, is going to fool you because there's emotions involved, right? Your heart is, is, is going to trick you. And your brain is going to trick you because it's going to c- come up with all these, you know, reasons and pros and cons. And, and you're going to sit there and get confused. And so you have to really... Follow your intuition. Exactly. That's the voice. That one. Right. And people are like, well, I don't know what it is. Yes, you do. You just got to listen. Pay mm-hmm. attention to yourself. There is a voice inside of you that you need to listen to. The intuition are signs. Mm-hmm. The signs are, it follows your intuition, right? Totally. All the signs are out there with relationships, friendships, whatever. Um, you just have to pay attention to them mm-hmm. and see how you feel mm-hmm. and not just at the surface feel, but deep down inside. Yeah. What are your feelings telling you? What is your intuition telling you? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you need to give it a little time, too, because... Oh, people rush. I, I, yeah, because, yeah. you know what, let's... I'll cut to, um, you know, so 11 and a half years ended, and I was like, yes, I'm single! She really was. <laughs> I'm going to be a slut, finally. No, no, no. This is legit. <laughs> like, she got on the apps. Oh, my God. I was on Tinder. I was on yes. Bumble. Um, it I- was so fun. I loved it. People hate on those apps. And I think people hate on them because they're actually really trying to find love in a relationship. And you were just trying to have fun. I was just trying to have fun. Right. 
And right. so I, I didn't, I was like, you know what? I want to take life lightly right now. Right. I'm free. Like I've never, I'm in my thirties. Like I'm in my prime. I'm dropping some pounds and getting a long wave. Right. I'm tanning it up. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm out in these streets. So, you know, Feeling let, good. let me have some fun. <laughs> She did, but it was cut short. It was cut short once again. The whole phase was done. She was done. I didn't even get to do it, guys. You put your your pinky toe in. It was for the best, I guess. But, you know, would have been a little fun to add that to my life experiences. Yeah, but it's done. No, it's done. No regrets. No regrets. Exactly. Um, So, yeah. So, but with that being said... um, you know, I knew Omar, obviously, through Naz and Miguel. We were always around. He had a girlfriend at the time um, also. so And he was with her for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of just didn't look at each other like that. Like, we were in relationships, so we just didn't. But I know from my point of view, um, I was always like naturally drawn to him he just has such great energy right. and like our personalities go so well i was gonna together. say his energy matches her energy completely so even before they were in a relationship there was a friendship <laughs> right there which you know? is like honestly like if i could do it if, if i had to do this again like another lifetime or whatever like i would i love the fact that i got to know him right before You know, it kind of took a lot of awkwardness away. You know, that doesn't always get to happen for people, but for us it did. And and I'm really lucky for it. (laughs) But anyways, um, so, you know, we, 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 hmm. (laughs) how should I say this? We were in Vegas. (laughs) Always. Everything happens in Vegas. That they need to change their slogan because what happens in Vegas does not, does stay. not stay there, people. No, don't trust that. No, um, you know I got myself a relationship <laughs> <laughs> out of Vegas. Yeah, so yeah, we we were just vibing, having a good time. We we ended up, you know, having a better time and <laughs> came home and realized, like, you know, it just really like each other but I didn't want to claim him as my boyfriend right away because Ooh. I was still it had nothing to do with him no it didn't I just was still healing yeah it was still fresh but you did the right thing though I hope because so. a lot of people don't heal and they jump into other relationships still broken right well I I mean you I kind of still did a little um and that was the thing is that it was less than a year of being broken up. So right. it, it, it was yeah, still it fresh. Was? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's all blurred. I don't got time. I move quick. <laughs> <laughs> see the whole face. She moves I quick. I see it. I then want it. Went. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> she moves quick. Um, yeah. So we, um, I didn't, that was, Vegas was in June, end of June. Yeah, and you guys hooked up June June 24th. And a June. Oh my God. June 25th. (laughs) June 24th. I was trying to be vague. I know the date. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, and then uh, it wasn't until December that I was like, okay, fine, we can be in a relationship. You're my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, But that whole lead up, and even till then, um, I still had doubts. And it wasn't him doubts, it was just scary. Well, yeah, because you just went through a lot. Exactly. And so those doubts, I told myself when I was having those doubts, 
or just questioning or, you know, really just getting used to a whole new person because when you're with somebody for 11 and a half years, you're used to everything they do, how they do it, how they sleep, how they eat, Even all of it. their language without speaking. Oh, exactly. Do you, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you could feel their yeah. presence oh, and you're 100%. like, okay, it's going to be an interesting day. <laughs> uh, brace yourself. <laughs> brace yourself. <laughs> no, you know, yeah. you pick up on those things after many years. So. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, so, yeah, exactly. Um, so... I got thrown into this new relationship or, you know, a new person. Um, And we, you know, I had these like little voices in my head that was like, oh, my God, this is weird. This is, I don't know. Am I used to this? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Nadia, shut the F up. Stop talking to yourself in your head like that. Right. (laughs) I was like, you're just still healing and you don't know. And this guy is like too good for you to just be like, I'm not sure. And then just mess it all up. Right. Do you know what I mean? And plus two, like, it was family. So I didn't, we had already crossed that line. (laughs) Right. But, you know, even though it was family and I told you this, like, I was never worried for some reason. Yeah. It was never like, oh, my God, if they, something happens, like, it's going to be just, all of us are going to be torn apart. No, I really think you both are mature enough to say yeah. Okay. Like, it didn't work out, but we could still come to a family party together and be okay. I know. I can speak for myself and say that that's how I am because, right. again, like... We'll look at X. Yeah, my yeah. ex and I, we still have the same group of friends and um, I, we're forced into situations sometimes together. Right. So it just has to work. Like, it's... We're, I'm too grown to be like, mm, I'm not talking... I'm no. not going if he's not there. Blah. Maturity. Yeah, Maturity. get over it. Maturity. You know? and, and, and he did some things at the end that, like, I, I should be, like... F you, I'm not talking to you anymore, but right. like... But why? Like, who cares? Exactly. I, I'm past that now in my life, so exactly. I'm okay with being around him, and I want him to be happy. And so um, I I know that for myself, I can do that. I know Omar was, like, scared. He was a little worried. He, in he what was, He uh, was just, aspect? like, tripping, like, oh, my God, if this doesn't work out, like, things are going to be messed up, like... And he's like, well, you're... I'm closer to you I at know. the time, you know? So... He thought he was going to get kicked to the curb. <laughs> oh, my. How? No, I know. Like, I know. but really, though, I know. how? It's just, it's just normal concerns that you're just like. I know. We took it there. Yeah. We couldn't take it back. Oh, yeah. And so we were just worried because we have such a special family unit. Like, I know. It's, it's freaking awesome. Like, mm-hmm. we're really lucky. We have, we all have each other because, you know, our little group, if you ever see us hanging out or, you know, we post we're stuff wild. together. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's such a tight knit. We've come to a place where everyone is who's is there is supposed to be there. Yes, um, finally. <laughs> you know, it, it's there's some people that try to to get into your circles that you're not sure of their what they want. You know what I mean? And and ulterior motives and whatever. And I just feel like I can say without a doubt that our friends and family unit, like we are solid. I love them to death. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's a really good feeling. So to, for us to do that, it was a little scary. Like, did we mess up? Did we, do we F things up? I understand. I, you know, I would, if the tables were reversed, I would probably feel that way. Yeah. It was a little Um, scary. I, I understand that. But you know, with that being said, we both quieted our our voices. So, so that's the thing. You know, to that wasn't my intuition mm-hmm. talking to me. That wasn't that inner voice it talking was fear. to me. Those are my fears and my doubts. Right. So, 
and I had to to tell myself that and break it down and like literally sit with myself and be like, okay, Nadia, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? Why do you feel like a full on therapy session with myself right. to get myself aligned? And I just told myself and made the decision like what you have right now is really good. Like our chemistry, like I love this man to death. Mm-hmm. Like He's my best friend. We we have such a good time together, and I just feel really lucky to be in the relationship that I am. And like that's the thing. Like you, I had to end that other relationship. That relationship had to end for me to to really truly appreciate what I have now. Right. It's like I'm so happy. So it's disgusting. It's not. It's cute. <laughs> so how long is too long, in your opinion? I don't think you can really timestamp it like that. Right. I think there's too many conditions. There's too many um, circumstances. Every relationship is different. Right. I think age takes a huge, um, you know, role in that. Um, again, I was 20. Like, if I don't know. We'll get to the age thing. But I just think that it, you're too young. You're still learning. You're not able to handle the responsibility of a marriage. You're not. That's my opinion. I think... Marriage should come when you're ready to handle it. Mm-hmm. If, if you feel responsible enough to handle marriage, then you're ready for it. No, absolutely. And so, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just don't think that there's a time stamp on it. Now, if you're in a relationship and it's dragging on and on and on like me and you're not vocalizing how you feel like me, that's the pro- there's a problem there. Right. You know, so it really boils down to communication. So, I mean, I know you know all about this, too. Nan's a nan. Uh, I do. I know this all too well. So, should I get into my story? Yes. Okay. Um, Miguel and I met when we were 18 years old. Fresh. I was fresh out of high school. Yes. I was fresh out of high school. He was about a year out. Um, And I think we both didn't know or expect how serious it was going to turn right. out to right, be. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, I met him on the set of his very first music video. You know, we exchanged numbers. I did not expect this guy <laughs> to call me the next day. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. Yeah. You know, I was technically still in another relationship. <laughs> and it was weird. And it that was, was not uh, a match for her either, no. people. Oh, my God. He uh-uh. rest, uh, rest in peace. <laughs> He died. Just kidding. That's terrible. No, No. he didn't die. He didn't die. R.I.P. to the relationship. Yes, the relationship went up in flames. So, anyways, um, that was he was an extreme kind of guy. Very. I like extremists. Apparently. (laughs) So, um, anyways, we didn't know how serious it was going to be. Obviously, didn't end up working out with me and the other guy. Um, And since that day, Miguel called. We've probably talked to each other pretty constant. Mm -hmm. And that was almost 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, when you meet somebody, and this is in my opinion, you know, your late teens, early 20s, you are not the same person you are Mm -mm. at that age to 30. Mm -hmm. You know, hopefully. If you are... (laughs) I mean... Like, your core is going to stay who you are. No, no, no. But I'm talking about, The growth. The growth and what you want out of life. Mm -hmm. 
is most likely not the same. No. Yeah. You know, you had a career change during the whole Mm -hmm. thing. You know, all through my 20s, I was severely depressed Mm -hmm. and was afraid to admit it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to get myself out of that. And it's just something that. That's hard in itself. It's so hard to pick yourself up. Well, first of all, even recognizing depression, this is depression, right? So, but but yeah, you know, during your twenties, there's a lot of changing. There's, there's a lot of misunderstandings, miscommunications, you know, you don't even know how to communicate. No. And you think, you know, but you have no idea. You have no, the way that I communicated in my twenties versus now is is so different. Right. Right. Like with my parents, with my like everybody, like it's right. just different. Like I didn't even communicate. Yeah, you didn't. No, I would completely. Like yeah, just shut down, and that yeah. was a part of the depression. Yeah, you know, you you had a whole internal struggle. Yeah, and it 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 had a lot to do with purpose mm. and not knowing what my purpose was, and mm-hmm. then being with somebody who knew their purpose mm-hmm. and was successful, and mm-hmm. you're trying to support them and be there for them because that comes with. A lot. And, of course. And people don't realize that. They just see the glitz and the glamour and the good times. They never see the bad. Everything has a price, <laughs> yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Everything. The good, yeah. the bad, everything has a price. So, you know, there was a lot of ups and downs for us. Um, in fact, we even broke up in our 20s. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, we broke up for about a solid year. Mm-hmm. We both dated other people, Mm -hmm. which is so crazy to think about. Mm -hmm. You know, he had to go do his thing. I needed to try and find myself. And I didn't even know I had to try and find. It was a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Um, But. I remember. Yeah. I mean, I stayed at her house for a a while. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Off and on. Just living there. I was like, I got you, girl. We're going (laughs) to get through this. Yeah. You know, and thank God for that. Um, But, you know, finding somebody that early is first off very difficult but then having the pressure of having years on you and on your relationship and people asking when are you going to get married like it's so easy like right 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 but you guys are you know you're doing great but are we do you know us do you know us like Like, really guys like that question is super invasive yeah it's rude (laughs) and don't ask people when they're going to have kids unless that's your really good friend yeah, and, I'd and, ask you. Yeah, and you're like, are you guys thinking about it? Like, right, you know, right. just out of curiosity. But, like, if I don't know you, it, it just, I don't think no. people realize how invasive it is. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what that person is dealing with. What if they can't have children, right. you guys? And, like, how do they respond to you? What it, That makes them uncomfortable. That's going to open up a whole other can of worms. Right. And it's just, like, you just don't know. I just think people shouldn't really ask that right if that's not your close friend you know it, it's just i it's a little rude to me i think i think it's very rude so. i haven't posted on my page <laughs> did it, you i yes, missed that it is rude okay <laughs> especially yeah. if i don't know you now yeah. if you're my parents my dad asked at the wedding oh in my God. his speech no yeah, no 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 he didn't ask he ended his speech with now let's get it on. That's how he ended his speech at my wedding. Okay, I was shocked. I was like, "Your dad is Persian. We don't talk about this. We don't talk about sex." No, no, no. Oh he did. Oh my god! Was your dad so embarrassed? No, he was laughing. He was like, "Ah!" I was like, oh, "We could talk 
about the snail? I was mortified. <laughs> I'm, I'm not having sex. <laughs> we don't have sex. We don't have sex. <laughs> no, no, no. Persian families, you don't talk about that. You don't. No, yeah, he ended it with that. He's ready. He wants I know. you to bust these kids out. Well, that's not happening right now. I just... <laughs> It's can't I can't right now. Yeah. Um I've wait I owe too much to myself. That's how I feel. Yeah. Personally. I think like you if you since you have the choice, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna not do it till you're ready. But like if it were to happen, you guys oh, would just I, oh my god. Be honestly, we would be super, super, of course, open and happy. Yeah. Like that's meant to happen yeah, then, you definitely, know? Definitely, yeah. Absolutely. But we're not trying. Yeah, so yeah. that's yeah. We're not trying. So get out of your heads, people. Please. Get out of the, the comments. Get out of my vagina. Give us a few years. <laughs> please. To, to make some money. Yeah, please. <laughs> to live our lives. Travel the world. Yeah, we're having a good time. Like, Yeah, I know. Sometimes I wonder, I'm like, do I want them now? <laughs> I don't know. The, the longer I wait, I love kids. It's not even about that. I love kids. But the longer I wait, the more selfish I get with my time. I and, feel like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and it gets harder. And I think that's what's happening with our generation. Like, people are just, you know, putting themselves first, working on their careers, traveling the world. Like, right. you know, I think our generation is really about bettering ourselves. Yes. And we're really trying to, if we want to have a kid trying to have it when we're ready to you know what i mean like if we can like shit happens in life that's i mean that's how i feel i feel like if it's meant to be it's meant to be right but then and then they say like you know you're never really ready you know being with somebody that long and having these pressures and you're i know personally miguel and i didn't want to get married until we felt very solid together and apart right 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 you know i I feel like that's a great point yes it's so important to not only feel solid together but separately yeah and people forget that they're like i'm working on my relationship we're working together blah blah blah. but you got to make sure you're good too yeah if you're not good if you can't love yourself fully how can you love somebody else fully Mm -hmm. you know totally and we really had to do that for ourselves Mm -hmm. and once we started going to therapy and getting our shit together Mm -hmm. that's when things were like okay this feels right Mm -hmm. you know it feels it's time to really take it to the next step of life Mm -hmm. where we want to go and and we did and honestly it was one of the best days but i also think when it comes to omar like he is his viewpoint on marriage which of course i got myself into another situation (laughs) he is just like ah whatever why why do we have to do it kind of a thing right Things are great. Like, why do we have to get married? Like, he's just not really like this person that's like, oh, I've always wanted to get married and have a wife and blah, blah, blah. He wants to be with me and he wants a life partner. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean that like in the best, you like. better not. <laughs> no, like that's I'll in like you. the most <laughs> humble way possible. He's not going anywhere. Come on. like. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, his, his, in the beginning when we first started dating, Um, we, I told him, I said, after this last relationship that I thought, you know, I always pictured myself getting married to to my ex, obviously that what what the hell were we in this relationship for? That's what my main goal was in the end of the day. Um, I, I, and mind you, I was also telling people, which I did believe, but Mm -hmm. I was not realizing I wasn't being true to myself, but I would tell people like, 
why do you have to get married? Marriage is not the end all. And I still believe that. Mm. That I don't, my viewpoint didn't change on that because I don't think marriage is for everybody. It's not. I don't think because you're married, your relationship means more than mine. It doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't believe in any of that. Um, it's just something that I realized I personally wanted at the end of the day. So I had to be honest within my new relationship and tell him, like, listen, if we're going to do this, if we're going to be together, I have to be honest with you. I really do want to get married at the end of the day. Right. Like, it's just something that is, is again, it's my intuition, it's my inner voice that's telling me this is what you want ultimately. Mm. So I had to be honest with myself and realize that is what I wanted. Um now, if I did, if that didn't happen for me and I didn't find somebody, I was also kind of like okay with it mm. because I'm just happy with myself and like I don't need a man to complete me. Right. I don't believe in that. I think when you're in a relationship and married or whatever it is, you have a significant other, I think that person should compliment you. I don't think that that person should complete you. You should be a whole person. Exactly. You know, and I, that's I, why the foundations, the personal right. foundations are so important. Totally. You like you, you have to be a solid person, you know, and feel solid in that. And then you bring your whole person to the table and he brings his whole person to the table. And then, boom, you have, you know, a solid relationship. Right. So um, I had to be honest with myself. I told him right off the get go. I was like, listen, I know how you feel about this. Um, don't be with me if you don't if if you're if you think you'll never get married and you don't want that in your mm -hmm. life please like tell me and let me go because i deserve that if that's what you want yeah yeah and i've been through enough of like being dragged along for 11 and a half years thinking it was gonna happen at some point and not to have it happen and then want it to happen that like i can't do that all over again right so pay me that respect and and if you're gonna be with me then that's the end goal with us and I told him that right off the bat. Right. I was like, I, I can't waste my time. I have to be honest. So, and he was just like, well, you know, I still feel how I feel, but I love you, you know? And I think he just realized like what we have is important and special and he's going to stick his guns. I don't know what Sam. <laughs> I think he's going to pop the question. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to pop the question. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, well that's, see. that's my prediction. <laughs> But do I, how long do I think is too long to wait for a ring? I'm going to have to agree with you on this. I think that that all depends on the person. Yeah. It all depends on when they started dating. Mm -hmm. um, but I also want to say that it is important that if you've been with someone for a really long time and people are pressuring you, do not listen. Mm -hmm. Don't. It is not their relationship. They have these societal expectations that are really made up. This is your life. Mm -hmm. Do what works for you at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So, no, there is no timeline, in my opinion, um, you know, unless it is being dragged on and you know what you want out of life. I mean, there's also like a communication thing. If you're not talking about it, first of all, right. and you're just waiting for it to happen, like... You should be having these conversations with your oh, partner. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, don't just wait and then hope that it's going to happen. No, like, no, no. You, you need, need to voice. to communicate right. and tell them how you feel. And if that person has a differing opinion than you, that's when you're going to need to decide, like, is this something I'm willing to bend on? Yeah, your name. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you have to figure that out for yourself because majority of men are not inclined to want to get married that's just statistics right they're just okay with how things are and i feel like the girl's usually the one who's like 
what I want to get married. Exactly. Right. It's usually us pushing them along. Right. Because mind you, like a two second lesson, marriage was not even created out of love. Marriage was a business deal. Right. It was created as like, you know, let's set our families up right and, and, and let's build and it wasn't even, there was no love there. Right. That came later. So we romanticized it and made it that. So, you know, that's a whole nother Again, issue. Again, societal <laughs> expectations. Exactly. So at the end of the day. Communicate. Communicate. Do what's right for your relationship. Mm-hmm. Do not fall for the pressures of the world, the made up pressures of the world. They are not real. Do what is good for you. Mm-hmm. Do you. Do you, boo. There you go. Listen to your voice. Yes. Baby. And up next, we have a segment called Ladies Like You, where we have our amazing supporters write in, ask us questions, tell us stories, and we will give you our feedback. Bing, bing. It was a crime no one expected and one many can't forget. 22 Hours, An American Nightmare. A new podcast from WTOP News and Podcast One details the heinous murders of a D.C. power couple, their 10-year-old son, and housekeeper inside their own home. The complicated trail of evidence. She thinks she knows how Darren Wint got inside the house. Oh my God, I saw Amy yesterday. And shocking moments from the trial. His defense team drops a bombshell. Will this investigation lead to the release of confidential audio recordings from the case? So it's under general counsel review. I mean, I'm committing to making a transparent court. 22 Hours, an American Nightmare. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts today. All righty, we are back. Now, we are going to get into Ladies Like You. This is where it is your turn to sound off. We want to hear your questions and your comments. So we are going to start, you know, asking you guys questions on our topics. We want to know what you want to talk about. First of all, let us know. We can start creating episodes based off your topics and Mm -hmm. go from there. Um, But we asked you guys and we really wanted to know, um, just talk about, you know, how long is too long for the ring. So Melly, Melly underscore Soto she said, at the age of 20, is it too young to get married? Ooh. I think we covered this already. But, okay, let me, I need to just say this. Okay. <laughs> when you are 20, you don't think you're too young. Yeah. A lot of people don't think no. they're too young. They yeah. think they got it all figured out. They're good. We're solid. But a lot of things change. Like I said, between mm-hmm. your 20s and your 30s, mm-hmm. a lot of things are going to change between 30s and the 40s. Mm-hmm. But really... There's this huge, huge part of you in your 20s that shifts, mm-hmm. you know? So is, in my opinion, is 22 young to get married? You're asking me at 32, yes, I'm going to say it is too young. <laughs> if you asked me at 20, I would have said no. Wait, wait, wait. Weren't you engaged at 19? 17. Oh! <laughs> forgot guys she got proposed to in front of the magic castle at disneyland, at disneyland. her dream come true <laughs> at least you got it <laughs> it wasn't from miguel but miguel at least would got... never, he would never he would no that is so <laughs> i was i was engaged to my high school sweetheart at 17 what the fuck was i thinking 
I don't know. <laughs> but at that time, I was 17. I thought, oh, my God, right out of high school, how cute. We're going to get married and blah, 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 blah. No. <laughs> Looking back, oh, my God, my life would be so awful. I would be so unhappy. I he wasn't your match. No, he you know, wasn't. He changed and you outgrew. He, I wasn't his match in many ways. Nope. So, Let's not go there. <laughs> anyways, so yes, at 20, I probably thought, I did think that I was ready. But at 32, no. I think 20 is too young. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. Um, I don't think it's end all. I think that there are some people that can make it work, and they do, and right. more power to you. That's like a beautiful thing. If you oh, are able to man last from your 20s. I mean, hello. You guys were together. Right. Like, you just weren't mar- ready for marriage. Right. But you've been with him since you were 18. Right. So you guys went, you grew together. Yes. There were times when you weren't growing together, and you had to take that break, that Absol- necessary break, which Absolutely. really worked for you guys. Yeah. Um, but again, like you say, it's just like, if you have to grow together, you know, so just be mindful that 20 is fresh. You're still growing. Things are going to change. You might be, you know, have different views on the life. So that's why we suggest maybe waiting. And if you have a whole lifetime to go, you can push it. Like what's the rush guys? At least, at least five years, at least 25, at least come on. Yeah. Even further than that. But come on. I agree with you. (laughs) All All right. right. Our second question is from Perez Nance. And she writes in, I've been with my man two years and the ring question is not something we worry about, but our family seems to worry about, seem to be the ones in a hurry. (laughs) Millennials are doing things different, marriage, and some folks do not like that and think it's weird. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, this is pressures from other people. Like... Parents it's, need to simmer on down. Yes, and it's harder when it's your parents. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's they also come from a different generation yeah. where people got married younger and, you know. Things... And also stay in really bad relationships. Ex- exactly. Because <laughs> they think they just got to make it work and divorce is taboo, you know. Right, and they wake up at 60 and are like, man. I know, yeah. What do we have in common, yeah, you no. know? And so, yeah, the family pressures are a different level. I think just really talk to your family and tell them, like, you're not just trying to push this off because you're being progressive and a millennial and blah, blah, blah. Right. You're trying to do what's right for you. And times are different. And you're trying to explore yourself and, mm-hmm. and you know, get to know yourself and that they should be happy that you are wanting to do this. Um, you know, two years is, is a good amount of time. Um, but again, if you guys are both not worrying about it, then, then don't worry do, about yeah, it. Yeah, do what you need to do. Yeah. Tell everybody to screw off. Exactly. (laughs) Peace. All right. Our third question is from a private DM. This lovely lady (laughs) slid in my DMs. By the way, if you want to stay anonymous, just send us a DM. Yeah, send it to our DM. We won't shout you out. We weren't sure if you wanted to be shouted out or not. Right, right, So comments, we'll shout you out. DMs, we won't. We'll keep you quiet. Unless you say, shout me out. Yeah, and then we will shout you out. (laughs) But we respect you guys. So DM asked... Do on and off relationships ever end up working out in the end? Um, I'm just like for me, I really don't think so. Like I'm like either shit or get off the pot, like the back and forth. Right. It's just like the on and off usually to me means that like you just can't let it go. It's something's not right. Obviously, that's why you keep breaking up Mm -hmm. and you get back together because you guys are like obsessed with each other or something is like comfort yeah comfort. there's comfort there's, there's familiarity a lot of reasons. And, like, exactly comfort. um 
But if you're not working on finding out what that problem is and fixing it and both of you trying to grow and you're not coming into the relationship second, third time different and a different approach, then why are you doing this dance? Like, just move on. It's not working. Mm -hmm. You are wasting your time Mm -hmm. because you could be out there working on yourself, growing on your own, and finding somebody who who's going to suit you better. Absolutely. But that's just my opinion. I mean, it, it's rare that I see an on and off. Work out, get work, married, or yeah. like work out in Like the repeatedly end. on and off. Right. Like one break, like how you guys did yeah. it, like that's different to me. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, no, I mean, and I can't imagine waking up every morning and feeling unsettled, like, man, are, are we going to break up today? Are we, what, what's happening today? Yeah. I don't think that's healthy, first no. of all. Mentally, it's like the amount of anxiety and uncertainty. That means that you're going to be that way, most likely in every part of your life. Mm-hmm. And that cycle is just going to keep happening and happening and happening. So, you know, your relationships also set the tone for, you know, your career, everything. everything. Totally, yeah. So, you know, on and offs, it affects I'm... That. On and offs, multiple on and offs, I'm personally not a fan of. I don't think they will most likely result in marriage or a long-term relationship, a healthy long-term relationship. I, look, at the end of the day, I think you need to ask yourself, am I happy? <laughs> like, as simple as that sounds. And, like, truly happy. Not like, I mean, yeah, yeah you know. No, like, no, no, no. Like, no, no, no. Could you be this way the rest of your life? Yeah. Are you that happy? Up and down is not the way to go. Exactly. But anyways, that's all we have for today to talk about. Uh, We want to thank you guys so, so much for your support. We are really looking forward to doing this with you guys. We want to hear what you have to say. So go make sure you go to the podcast app. Search for Ladies Like Us and hit subscribe Mm -hmm. so you can stay up to date with all of our latest episodes. Also, please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Nazanin Mandy and at Nadia Moham underscore beauty and also at the Ladies Like Us podcast. We see you, we hear you, and we love you. Naz and I are so excited to see where this new adventure takes us. So uh, we hope that you guys will join us and come on down. (laughs) And remember, guys, you you can can always always sit with us. us. Bye. Thanks for listening to Ladies Like Us from the Lady Gang and Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or on the Podcast One app. And remember, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.